What is up, people? Welcome to another episode of Kicking Back with Chris. And for episode three, the guy that's kicking back with us today, as you can see, is the host of the Ramley Alcoholics, also known as Whiskey J, formerly known as Jaime. That's right. Also the cult leader. I was about to say, and don't fuck with him because he's the cult leader. And just recently, literally like 24 hours ago, I was named and certificated as an elder of the Cult of Ramble. I won the I, I won the guest of the year. So I was like, how perfect timing would it be to get him <laughs> on? I was like, it's perfect time. It came in perfect. And then Seriously. what's crazy is before we jump into this, but for obviously, thanks for jumping on. Thanks for, for coming on. Thanks for but, having me. Uh, what's crazy is Jaime dropped off, you know, my care package slash prize. And uh, I legit, and just to give you guys a heads up, if you guys hear any noise, there's some shit going on in the house, but don't pay any mind to it. So um, as I was saying, there was a, a box right in front of my, right on the porch. And I was like, damn, like I, I legit thought it wasn't going to be like as much as you guys got. There was like 10 beers, a big-ass bottle of wine, oh bottle my. of whiskey. I was like, oh, my God. Hey. I was like, whose dick did I suck to get all this shit? That, that's the DMs I got when uh, you posted it up. Like, hey, yo, you have to suck your dick for all this shit? I'm like, yo, you just have to come on the show and find out what you need to get that. How do you need to get that package? But nah, Exactly. I, but like I said, man, when you, when you showed up here and I said, the winner is going to get this. I think a lot of people thought we were bullshitting about it. Like, ah, oh, you ain't gonna give them that. No, we, we, uh, we, we go through the rambling honor code. If we say it, we're gonna do it. And like I said, bottle whiskey, bottle of wine, and Escalette the went fall out with the beer. He's like, nah, let's get them all this right here. These guys like to drink, and so all the beer stuff was Escalette thinking about the whole crew of kickback. Like, <laughs> I, I can't just get them four. Four is all for Chris. Well, I'm drinking one right now. Oh, right here. there you go. Yeah, I'm drinking this one tonight. Drinking some uh, one on the night tonight. Wait, where is it? Right there. Boom. Some famosa. Damn. Drinking that shit right now. Wow. I just got off work like an hour ago, so I'm like, you know, busting. It was uh, it was funny when I posted uh, uh, the picture and all that stuff, and even the video of me like showing everybody what I got. Um, my co-host, like pretty much, yeah, Abe, Louis, Jesse, even Jay was like, hey man. We're gonna get fucked up on Saturday, huh? For this Conor McGregor fight, I was like, "Fuck it!" I was like, "Ramley Alcoholics paying for uh for, for Saturday." <laughs> I was like, "Hell yeah!" I was like, "We're gonna get crazy. We're gonna drink the wine. We're gonna just go go nuts." Hey, the wine the, the wine is good, man. I've gotten fucked up with Mister Lou on many episodes with that wine specifically. Is is some good as wine? Chill it, chill it first, but now we're before and drink it. It's good. I'm not oh yeah, I I still. I still can't believe the first time when you guys were on the kickback, when uh, <laughs> Mr. Lou got a bottle of wine, you guys had the beer that you guys like to drink. You know, we had beer here. And literally, I think it was almost three hours that we were just talking. And just he had a whole bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. And just little by little, just pouring away, pouring away. And as we're talking, hanging out, in the back of my mind, I'm looking at him like, is he is he gonna drink the whole fucking bottle right now? And sure enough, within two hours, he killed the fucking bottle of wine, and it was done. And for uh, like to his credit, he was still able to walk out just fine. He didn't really like you know get too fucked. Obviously, 
you drink a bottle of wine, you're going to be a little buzz. Mm-hmm. Which he was, but at the same time, he wasn't like, oh my God, I can get this guy out of my house. He was, it was, it was very impressive to see. I think uh, Mr. Lou's tolerance for wine has grown as the older he gets. He's been drinking wines, I think, probably since the mid 30s. Man's going to be 50 this year, so he's been drinking a lot of wines. I think he's, his body, we always joke with him, his, his blood is not even blood anymore, it's just red wine. <laughs> Doing that much wine. Um, yeah, with him, the ritual is he'll bring a bottle of wine, he'll bring his favorite, he'll bring a beer for us to taste, you know, which is tribute to the cult leader myself. And, uh, and that's always been the ritual. And he'll buy And I'm always surprised too. Same like you. And I've known him for years. That he'll pound the whole bottle by himself. Like he'll have him. He'll give me a sip here, but he kills that bottle by himself. And then afterwards, while we're editing the show, he'll still smack another four pack of beer with me, and he's still good to go. It's impressive. That's very impressive. That, yeah. that's, that's borderline alcoholism, but it's impressive. It's done the least. Yeah, I was gonna say, you put those back. You could put a whole bottle and some some beer back. That means you have some experience. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I can't do that. I'm not in that level. I can do it with whiskey. If I, you know, I've done it before where I've missed, I mixed whiskey, wine, and beer. And I mean, <laughs> if you don't believe me, listen to that uh, Instagram live episode I did with you. I was already fucked up by like the first hour. So oh, dude, that that's was when I mixed all three. That was hilarious. I I'll never. But behind <laughs> the scene, behind the scenes of that episode, Jaime texts me, "Hey, bro, you can end the podcast whenever you want." And that's when I knew I was like, oh, this guy's a little too drunk. I'm sure he wants to end. I was like, but no, we're going to go another 45 minutes and we're going to yeah. just we're going to see how this shit goes. And sure enough, we were just I was a little buzzed because I just kept I, I, I was like, oh, I have one beer like for this episode. But yeah. sure enough, like, you know, Mr. Lou's drinking his stuff. You guys were drinking your stuff. And I was like, fuck, I got to keep up with these guys. And I'm just I look at my fridge the next morning. I was like, oh, fuck, I drank all the beer. I think I think anybody who's showed up here with us, it's never just one beer. Um, boom, boom! When um, when they first showed up here to the Ramble Studios, they had just bought like a little like twelve pack of Coronas. They we did we pulled, we pounded that out and we finished up like another twelve pack of like Modelos plus whatever craft beers we had in the back. Yeah. And these guys were like, "Yo, shit!" Like we weren't we were planning to just show up here at twelve. Like, dude, we're we're having fun, but at the same time, we're entertaining the folks who listen to these episodes. So, you, I mean, anybody that shows up, you're not just showing up to have one beer. I mean, you're more than welcome to. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I think uh, the allure of our show is that you you get into the you get into the moment of like, oh, you forget that you're having a beer in, or two or three or six or ten. You forget all that because you're, so you're so entertained with what's going on in the conversations. You want to voice your, your opinions in the conversations. So you just forget that you're drinking. By the time you get up is when you realize, like, oh, shit, I actually drank that much. What was uh what was crazy is when I the first time I went to do your podcast, um yeah because I've done it twice. Yes. The first time, I remember there was you guys had you know all your beer, and you guys legit just like every time I finished the last sip, you're like oh you gotta try this beer now. I was like oh fuck, all right I'm drinking it drinking it. Sure enough, at the moment I'm like. The last drop hits my lip. You're like, oh, you got to try this one now. I was like, Jesus Christ, how many of these fucking things do you guys have? But at the same time, I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. So, yeah, you guys do know how to how to be great hosts. And it was uh, even the second time. I was like, second time I brought uh, some beer. Then you guys showed me. Damn, what kind of beer was that? I forgot what country it was. Was, was it the one that Mr. Lou brought, the shitty peanut butter one that we were all like, you know, we got to pour that shit out. No. Nah. 
I tasted it. Yeah, I, I tried it. It wasn't that great, but it was the beer that Esqueleto gave me. I think you said it was like from what country? Venezuela or something? What uh, is, I think it was either this one or the Salvadorian one, the Regia. The Salvadorian one, yes. Okay, that one was Salvi, really that one was pretty good. Yeah, the Salvi one. That one that one's our next go-to one. I don't need, I don't, I don't have it in the cooler tonight. But yeah, that one's a, always our go-to. Like if we can't find a beer, like I said, Mr. Lou's always in charge of bringing kind of like the starter beer. It's kind of like the kickoff beer we do before. Like that's usually the beer that when people watch pregame Rambo on Instagram, that's usually the beer we're drinking to get us started into the show. Um, so when we don't have anything, like we can't find nothing, I can't find anything, then Regia or uh, Gallo or sorry, Famosa is usually the beer of choice for her to hear the show. Nice. Uh, and it's funny because every every podcast I've noticed has like their own little ritual or like how they do things. And I think that's what's cool about podcasting is that there's just so many different ways you could do it. Like mm-hmm. you could you could be super professional about everything and like, all right, we're not drinking and we're not smoking and we're not this or that. But at the same time, you could have a lot of fun and be like us where I'm about to do your podcast and I'm outside my car finishing my joint. And I'm like, all right, ready to go. Like, let's do, let's get this high going and get this, this podcast going. I forgot to put it in there and I found it today. But when I left today in the morning to work, I was going to put a joint in your package. Oh, I would have smoked the shit out of that. You know what's crazy? And uh, everyone who, you know, follows us or listens to us, they know that, you know, I had COVID. And what's crazy is that I haven't smoked Mm. in maybe since like the beginning of December. So So it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, definitely do. And then, and then drinking, I, I, the last time I ever hung out with the guys was like in December, like the very first week of December. Mm. And then I had stopped drinking. And then the first time I had a beer was maybe like last week. And I was like, oh, this tastes so good. So you bought your liver like an extra two years by not drinking in those couple weeks? Pretty much. And believe it or not, I don't, as much as like we promote like beer and all that other mm-hmm. stuff, I don't drink that much. Like I, I only drink on the podcast. Or when the guys come over because we're watching, you know, a Laker game, a fight, or whatever, or we're just hanging out. But, and that's maybe, I could say at the most, maybe three times a week, I'll, I'll be drinking or, or smoking, but that's like the high end. Okay. Um, yeah. Usually it'll be like at least once a week. But other than that, it's not that bad. I mean, with us, with me, like it's. I think people are always shocked when I, I don't drink until Fridays, unless I'm doing a show like some, like today. I'm doing with you. Have to like, I feel like okay, I have to drink at least a beer because I mean, it's gonna be like either it's whiskey or beer. I have to bring it to the to the table when I do a podcast, which is very rare. I like the, you know, I think people who follow us know that it's very rare that we do other podcasts. You know, kickback has always been the the number one go to for exclusives. So I'll give you the, I always give you the exclusives, Chris. But uh. I always have to. I feel like I have to drink. But anything, anybody that knows me, I live like a clean life Monday to Thursday. Clean life, keto, just water, greens. That's it for four days, and then Friday I go, oh. balls, and then Friday I just go balls Mahoney, and just drink all as much as beer as I can handle, and a couple shots of whiskey here and there, and that's you know that's what I do. And then Saturday, nice. I just, Saturday, depending on the situation, like if I got family over or if Escaleto's like, hey, I want to watch Connor fight. Then I'll have a couple beers with them. Other than that, Fridays when I just go full Bulls Mahoney. I like it. 
and and I'm kind of the same way, especially before the pandemic. Um, I was obviously working at a school, mm. so I couldn't really like get all fucked up during the middle of the week because sure enough, eight o'clock in the morning, I have like 50, you know, third graders or fourth graders staring at me. I'm like, hell no, man, I can't, I can't do that. I can't get super faded or dad. Exactly. (laughs) And thankfully I've never gotten that before because there's been maybe one or two times where it's like Thursday night. It's like, Oh, you know, they have those, you know, bars have those deals like Thursday night where it's like, what are bars? Yeah, no kidding, huh? <laughs> now this is this is our own personal bar. Now it's like fuck. It's crazy how that how that changes. It's like before it used to be like like I, I think we were even talking about before the show. Before it used to just be like, oh, where are we going this weekend? Oh, what well, what bar are we going to? Oh, we're going to downtown Fullerton. Oh, we're gonna go to downtown LA. We're gonna go to you know uptown Whittier. We're gonna go here. We're gonna go there. every weekend with something different. And then now it's like, all right, this weekend we know. We know we're going to, you know, the garage right here where, you know, where we do the show. But now instead of experimenting different locations, we're experimenting like, oh, different beer, different <laughs> sometimes, hey, different weed, different this, different that. Like, so now it's it's shipped. It's changed from different bars and locations to like actually trying new shit, which is, you know, it's pretty cool. I feel it's more safer. What would you say? Like the fact that. You don't have to be hopping around from bar to bar, you know. Yeah, we have Uber, we have Lyft, but sometimes you got that one, you know, because it could be in Chingon. They'll be like, "Nah, I can drive, dog. I can handle my liquor, son." Yeah. You have the, there's always one in the group. There's always one in the room, and sadly, that's usually me. Once in a while, I'll be like, ah, "I got this." To now, like, hey, uh, Mr. Lua, you know, you bring the beer, you know, Escleto, you bring this, and we all just chill out here, and that's basically you're safer in one single place because. If you're comfortable, you can just crash in the couch. And that's usually the case with us. Show it up, shoot the shit, and at the end of the day, we're all like, they'll be crashing here at the end of the night. It's better than hopping from bar to bar. And, and believe me, I miss the bars. I miss the breweries. You know, but I feel it's more safe for doing it now. And maybe when everything goes away, am I going to go back to doing it where we do it at my house? Or are we going to go back to just hopping bars and breweries? I'm going to go back to hopping bars and breweries because no offense. I really don't like cleaning up after the mess. Yeah, that's the one thing. It's like you're you're so <laughs> drunk and fit. The next morning, you're like, oh, look at all these can That's why I like, that's why I tell the guys, like, hey, man, hey, before you go, help, help me clean this shit up because I do not want to wake up in the morning. And we'll do that vice versa. Like, let's say we're hanging out at Jesse's house. Before I leave, I'm like, all right, let me help you clean up before. Because I was like, you know that feeling of like waking up the next day and you're like, fuck. The last thing I want to do is be cleaning up bottles or you know the one that pisses me off is open seeing an open can and it's still like full that's a sin over here i'm like oh my god who whose dick do i need to chop off that just left their beer like that now that's a sin in this house and then the here in the run the ramble ranch that's a sin like you don't leave a beer if you open it, you gotta finish it oh yeah or one of us has to be the designated drinker with you, you know. But you don't leave the, you don't leave the beer just hanging there. That, that that's a sin. You know how many people would, you know, you know how many alcoholics bums are right there in in the corner waiting for someone to buy them a forty ounce, and you're gonna, you know, you're gonna leave a beer there at the table? No, come on, bro. That's so, uh, yeah. Exactly, and just to, you know, just to get into a little bit of the podcast, how has how is the podcast going for you guys? I know we we talk whether it's like messaging or 
Instagram or whatever. But for you guys, has the because obviously going into the pandemic, everyone decided, oh, let's do a podcast, let's do this, let's start one. And you guys have been doing it for the past couple of years now, before a pandemic started. And how how are you guys gauging all these podcasts popping up? Because every day I like I look at the Instagram and I'm like, oh, so and so podcast <laughs> is following you now, and I'll click it, and it's like, oh, they just started. That's cool. But uh, how is that? How has the pandemic been going for you guys since? Since it's kind of you know, there's more people. Like there's more people in the in the pond now. There's more fishes um, in the pond. It's it, I, I kind of like think about it as like the renaissance of like indie podcasting. You know, to me, it's like the renaissance. Like there's, there's there's always there's something new. There's always something for you to listen to. There's not. You know, like if you don't like, you know, if you don't like my show, you might like Kickback. If you don't like Kickback, you might like so and so show or so and so. Like, there's so many. It's like Baskin Robbers. There's so many flavors. You're gonna find something you're gonna like. Exactly. And, and, and I like it. I, I like it. Up. I've had I've had nothing but good experiences with these new up and coming podcasts who are coming in, and they. I'll say this: they ask questions. Like if they'll they'll look at you and be like, I don't know if that's happened with you, Chris. But I've had a couple of podcasts hit me up and be like, hey, how do I go about this? How to go about that? And I'm like, bro, I'm learning the same as you. Let me give you the experience I've had so far. And this is what I did. Maybe you can tweak it and maybe do something with it where you, you get bigger or successful than I am. It doesn't matter. Here you go. And that's kind of like the the mentality of uh, 2020 with COVID was um, like, when, as many people know, 2020 was supposed to be the last year for the show. It was only it was only until COVID hit that you know we started no we saw the research the resurgence of fans listening of more listeners I'm sorry listening to the show and we're like oh shit people actually like what we're doing and then of course you know the network started so it gave me more motive it gave me a a new uh a new lease on uh, podcast life I guess you could say so to me 2020 was a well, even though it was a bad year for everybody who lost family members or you know got caught with the COVID for as a podcast standpoint it was actually the best year for us we got the we got the Highest downloads we I think we didn't ever, ever think we were gonna get. We got listeners like all over the country that we didn't even think we had, even in you know, like everywhere. And you I met more interesting people last year via Zoom interviews through chatting with them on, on messengers that I don't think I would have met. And some of them became friends, some of them are colleague podcasters. So that's kind of overall how I see it. But to your general question about the indie podcast thing, I, I like it. I mean, like I said, I like it. There, there's so many uh, podcasts out there. You might like it. You know, I, I think the one I, I noticed the most, and maybe because I'm a fan <laughs> of it, professional wrestling. I saw like a bunch of professional wrestling podcasts pop up, and I love it. I, I like hearing di people's different opinions about professional wrestling. I noticed that the most. And same thing, uh, female podcasts. I, I don't know. If, I don't know if it, I'm just ignorant to it, but I feel I noticed there's more female podcasters. Than I think there was when I first started. Now, if, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, even your fans, if I'm wrong, correct me on it. I feel there's more female podcasters. Yeah, you're you you're on. It's I'm kind of on the same ballpark as you. Is like maybe I was ignorant to the whole thing, or maybe I wasn't really paying attention or looking. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of a lot more female podcasts, which is cool because when you have you know a, a, a pool full of guys. You're gonna, you're eventually gonna get the same perspective every now and then, but it's 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 good to see that you know girls are going out there and sharing their side of the story now. 
where it's like guys have always um, discussed their their point of views on relationships, their point of views on life, their point of views on uh, the opposite sex, women. And now, finally, you have a ton of these uh, female podcasts that embrace everything that guys talk about, but they flip the switch and say, okay, there's your side, but this is our side. And this mm-hmm. is this is how it really is, or this is how we really see it. This isn't what Joe Schmo thought how it went down because he thinks he has a big dick. Nah, this is how it really went down. He was uh like you know he was a limp dick had nothing and that's what that's what's crazy to me yeah. is seeing all these girls who like they don't beat around the bush Mm-mm. they're like no he had a fucking uh, a pencil dick or he had this and I was thinking about that or you know during sex it's this or that I'm like oh my god it's too truthful here it's too much and 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 it, it not only the truth but it's also refreshing to get the uh, the the other side version of it like. For example, like, you know, I'll plug it. Lady Instincts, you know, that's something that's on the network. I love the concept when, you know, Cass told me about it. It's our version of what you guys do, except, you know, a little bit classier because they're ladies. But also, the the stuff they get into, like, if you listen to the show, they get into, like, relationship, body positivity, body shaming, all this shit. You get a perspective that I don't think uh, a man, a man can read about it. A man can, uh, can think they can relate to a woman. It's not until you hear the woman's in-depth story behind some stuff that we probably say that we didn't think offended them and you hear out of their own voice you hear their own their sincerity that comes out of them do you realize like shit i didn't know i i don't know that my actions affect a woman that way and then when i mean my actions i don't mean my i mean overall men in general like stuff like that so i i like it like i said to me it's like uh i go back to it it's like a renaissance of podcasting you got all these podcasts in 2020 they just came out some of them are starting to fizzle down and some of them are starting to you know rise up that's that's what I'm looking at it right now because I, I think, um, I, I think was it uh, around November, December? I noticed some of the ones that I, they were following us, they they stopped doing it. Some just don't stop doing it. So as I said, I think 2021 you're gonna start noticing the ones that started in 2020, either fa- are gonna fade out, and the ones that are strong are gonna rise up. And there's there's plenty that I've noticed so far. Yeah, that's a good point, and I've I've had this conversation with Andy from Profile Pod that. You know, 2021, you're going to see the people who really enjoy podcasting continue doing it Mm -hmm. because they it's not something that they did because the pandemic and they were just at home bored out of their ass. It's because they like doing it. They enjoy it. They enjoy the conversations. They enjoy the interactions with listeners. They enjoy the interactions with other, you know, podcasters that have the same you know, goals or feelings that they do about podcasting. Like, that's why I'm doing this is because I want to talk to uh, other podcasters that share the same feeling. And the first three listeners, you know, or the first three guests is, are people who do the podcast, not just because, oh, it was a pandemic and, you know, I had nothing to do. No, I'm talking to people who are in it because they love it. They enjoy it. They're doing it because this is their thing. Like, that's what they like to do whether it's a hobby and they just really like the hobby and they do it because it brings joy to their life and they're never going to stop. Or it's because that's something that they want to do to one day, you know, be a podcaster full time and get paid for it. It, It's, it's a different, there's a whole scale of, Mm -hmm. you know, reasons why people do it. But I enjoy talking to the people who do it because that aren't going to stop. Like, I don't want to have someone on, 
now and then look back come summertime i'm like oh and there's no episodes up there's nothing there's no interactions there's no posts there's no episodes that just means they weren't in it which is fine because anyone can start a podcast for any reason but i just personally enjoy talking to the people who legit enjoy podcasting and they're not going to stop you know two months from now that's true I, I i agree i agree on that i mean i think I, I i used to use the word hobby a lot when i said oh this was a hobby for me when i first started it i don't think it was i don't think it's ever been a hobby for me i think i've always known i was going to do something in the mic in front of me you know i i tried rapping and i sucked and i sold drugs <laughs> instead. i'm not kidding I, I tried rapping i sucked i ended up selling drugs instead i always wanted to be a radio personality i got a teacher that told me yeah that that's not a career you know well Hey, at least I got a job at the moment, so and I'm making at least some so, some sort of monetary con- compensation off of this show. But to me, that's not a hobby. I think a hobby would be like you can drop. I think to me, a hobby is when you can drop it, like you just said right now. You know, in two months, if you're not gonna just bring a podcast that in two months are just gonna drop, stop doing their show because guess what, the pandemic's over. You're having people that have doing been doing this for a long time that are dedicated. It's a lot of work to do a show, especially. Uh, a show that has a, a large group like yourself and many other podcasts that have a, a group ensemble. It's a lot of work to get, to get, you know, to rile up these guys and get them together to sit down and sh- shoot the shit and try to at least be structured. And it's also hard work to self promote yourself. It, it, to me, this isn't a hobby. A hobby to me would be building a toy car. I can drop, I can stop doing that toy car anytime. Yeah. I can, making, I can stop making paper air, I mean model airplanes anytime and just leave it there and come back to it. Podcasting is a, a dedication where you gotta come in, you gotta give good content to the listeners, you gotta promote it. Every week. Every week you gotta come up with something new, some new catchphrase, some new it's a lot of work. Like I do it for fun. I love it. I still got the passion that I still do it for fun, and, and I think it still translates in my content where you can still tell that oh, we're still having a good time. I think the time that any podcaster, any veteran podcaster stops uh, putting out product is when they realize I got nothing and I'm not having fun doing this anymore. This is now becoming a job. I love what I do personally as a job. I don't know, but like in my personal job, I love what I do. That's why I'm, I'm successful with what I'm doing it and, and I'm translating here in podcasting. I feel um, the level of success podcasting wise has to do with how much fun I'm having. I'm fucking having a blast. Yeah, and and like it's like I agree with what you said, and it's it's crazy to see uh you know other podcasts just stop, especially when they're they're good. Like there's some that I've listened to where I I, I love it. And they're like, oh, they have a good you know feel, they have a good story, they have you know good chemistry or whatever, they get good topics, and they just stop. And I'm not I'm not gonna say that I'm one of those podcasters that you know listen to fucking a thousand podcasts or listen to different podcasts like all the time i'll be bullshitting you do i listen to every single one of your episodes not all the time but i'm listening to them like oh uh, i'll be maybe one or two episodes behind but i'm still listening to them um but i'm i don't like go around 50 podcasts i'm like oh yeah i listen to like all of those uh, there's like maybe 10 15 because there's only 24 hours in a day and most of the time I'm working or doing this. So I'm listening to a few and the few that I listen to are, are the ones that I really like and I really enjoy. And the ones that I have on as, you know, guests, you know, like profile pod, I'm always listening to 
um, talking again podcast that we had Fidel last week. You guys, I'm always listening to you, and that's who I enjoy having on. That's who I enjoy, you know, picking their brain or, you know, stealing little things from. And that's what I wanted to get to is you were at that point where it's like, I think, you know, we've, we've gone, we've gone as far as we can go. Uh-huh. And then, you know, Mr. Lou and Escalado come along where, you know, you, I don't know. It was just a different feel where I don't know if it was like a switch or something, but you can legit legitimately tell like there's a, there was a difference when it comes to your episodes. Like if you listen early on, to maybe the ten, the first ten, to the teens, to the twenties, to the, you know, fifty to hundred, you know, you, there, there was, it, you can see the progression, and then there was just a moment. I don't know exactly what episode, but there was a moment where it was just like, bam, like, all right, we, we found ourselves. We found what we like to do. We're not trying to copy anyone else anymore. You know what? Fuck it. Let's just be us, and see what happens. And then I feel like that is what that's what switched to the point where you're getting the results that you want to get, which is more listeners, more followers, more people enjoying it because you're not copying or you're not trying to be some, somebody you're not. You guys are just three guys who three family members, right? Who are legit like brothers, like best friends who, you know, just want to shoot the shit and have fun. Whereas, you know, you're not being fake. You're not being, you know, someone else you're being yourself. Like you actually hear arguments in that show. There's actual arguments in our episodes. Um, I feel the and, it, and it, I know people are gonna roll their eyes and you know, especially long-term podcasters that think they have it set. It took us 77 episodes to actually figure out the formula. <laughs> now, no shit, dude. Like originally, the original cast. I mean, besides Escaleto, who's always been the OG, was me, uh, uh Escaleto, and TTB Chubbs, who you know now we reconnected with him uh, after like a two-year hiatus he took from us. But it was always us three for like 77 episodes. And we never found our groove. Like, if you actually watch the evolution of Ramble Alcoholics, or how people pronounce it, Rambling, it's uh, we try to become a beer podcast because that's what we saw that was interesting at the time. We're like, oh, we should do craft beer. So we dedicated 20 minutes to craft beer. And at the end of the day, like, to me, we started sounding like wine snobs. Like, have you ever been to a winery and you got the guy going, oh, it tastes so good. I can taste yeah. the beer. And they're like, <sighs> yeah, like, that wasn't us. So I'm like, okay, scratch that. Let's get out of here. And we're like, well, we like geek stuff. And you start noticing we devolved into geek stuff. And at the end of the day, it was like, you can't fill two hours with geek stuff. Mm-hmm. So it, it started the evolution. And then while that was happening behind the scenes, now people knew uh, there was conflict between Escaleto and TTV Chubbs. And neither guy would confront each other. And I was usually the middle guy they would come to. So it was always me like, oh, don't worry, like you know, just come over, let's just have a couple beers. And it was me trying to hold, uh, steer the ship at the same time. And hope no shit just pops off. And and it, and it lasted as long as it did. And Mr. Lou and I connected, I think, at the tail end of TTV Chubbs' tenure with the show. And I told him like, hey, do you mind covering for TTV Chubbs because he's kind of starting, he's starting to become unreliant at the moment because of his job and and his beef with Escaleto. Do you mind coming over? And he's like. Fuck it, dude. Like, uh, I'm reconnecting with you. I love you. Let's do it. And I think it was like episode 78 or uh, episode 80 that I realized, like, you know what? This dynamic works. I can work with this shit. And Mr. Lou, coming from a musical background, he knows how to 
work together with other people in a band and he contributes. Not saying that Escaleto and TTB Chips didn't contribute, but they do. Escaleto's the mean king of the uh, of the Instagram page. It's hilarious. Um, TTB Chips contributed with buying with getting the beer together, but I needed someone to contribute to me content wise. What do we do? And he gave me his two cents, and, and we started evolving, and and it was kind of like you know uh, learning on the job with him because for him he's never done podcasting. He's, he's a musician. You would think for a guy that's a musician used to playing in front of crowds, he would be a natural doing it. He wasn't, and I think it took him a while for us to mold him and get him into a point where we can get him how we got him now, how he is now. I'm sorry. So it took a while. So now, if you listen to, like I said, episode one to episode 77, you see the evolution of rambling. And then moving forward, you start noticing like the, the rookie mistakes we started doing. And it was on, not, on, not until um, a certain situation that happened with us. You know, everybody knows it. Listen to episode one, episode 35 of Kickback, the manifesto, that we realized that, you know what? Fuck it. We're not going to be liked by everybody. Fuck it. You know what? People don't like us. All right. Don't tune the fuck in. Like we're, we come from the era of like George Carlin, Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor. You don't like it. Tune the fuck out. You don't have to come listen to my shit. Guess what? There's other people that do like my shit then. And that's how we, we kind of, we kind of tailor, we kind of molded and our content to people that aren't easily offended. Aren't, you know, bitches about stuff. Like you listen to the show, you're not easily offended. You know, this is uh this is just ranting and rambling at its best, 100 percent pure rambling. And that's what you got now. It's basically 100 percent pure rambling. Yep. You know, with a little bit of structure now, we're structuring now. I think it took us a while to finally get, you know, legit mics and an interface and headphones. It took us a while, but it's because of the fans we got it. Because of the fans, we kept hearing people like, yo, you gotta get better, you gotta get better, because I don't it's kind of hard to be hearing your shit. You're fucking up my ears. Yeah, and that's that's the crazy part is that, you know, the, the cliche thing is like, all you need is an iPhone and you hit record. Yeah, man, an iPhone's nice, but that's going to only get you so far because yeah. there's going to come a time where new people, you're going to have your base fans, your base mm -hmm. audience, your base listeners, that they could fucking hear you with a you know a war going on in the background, they don't give a fuck. They just love yeah. you guys. We got them. We got those. But there's gonna come a time where you know maybe someone tags you in a post or someone you know listens to you from something else. They they come and they listen and they're like, what the fuck? Like, the you can't hear shit or it sounds bad or the mic doesn't work or I don't know or there's construction going on or some shit. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, like you just you never know who's listening and you mm -hmm. might you might have lost a listener because they just they enjoy it but they just can't handle, you know, all the other shit that's going on or the bad quality of audio. I had one bad comment on iTunes which at the mo at that time hit me kind of like, damn, maybe we should change the sound. And Mr. Lewis was like, man, fuck them. Uh, and I remember it said, I tried listening to your show, but I heard you guys eating chips and I tuned out. And I and I and I was like so heartbroken, like fuck. I like, who the fuck was eating chips? And I did. I, I texted who the fuck was eating chips on the shelf. I was too drunk to remember. And Mister was like, I think it was me. And I'm like, why? And I and I Snapchat the picture. I snapped the picture and I sent it to him. And he's like, man, fuck him. After all the shit that we say, he got offended by eating chips. Fuck him. We don't need him as a listener. We say far worse shit than eating chips on the show. Good point. And, and that's been the mentality of what we do. So now it's like when we hear someone go, "You whack," like, okay, you think we're whack. We got a, a fucking army. They don't think we're fucking wack. We got an army that's listened to episode one where 
You know the original mic of episode one was the desktop of this computer that I'm right now talking to you from? It was literally me and Esqueleto leaning forward to the desktop <laughs> yeah. in front of it for an hour and a half, not knowing if this is going to be a hit. And Esqueleto doesn't speak that loud, so he had to get really close to that, to that uh, computer. Yeah. So from going from episode one to now having these mics, it's the evolution, but still keeping the same, still keeping the same attitude we've had. Just we're just evolving. We're always evolving. To me, it's like it's like a it's like a like a musical band. They're not gonna keep playing the same shit. Yeah, we have the greatest hits, but you have to evolve as a musician once in a while. You can't be still doing the same fucking shtick over and over again. You gotta evolve somehow. The Beatles did it. Yeah. Now the name one Beatles song is the same album. It's a good point. Same thing with podcasting. You have to evolve yourself. You can't be doing the same shtick. Like for us, it was the level one. We we ran it to as far as we could. Now we're like in the whole, you know, like right now, 2021, we're in the voyage of fuckery. We don't know where yeah. the fuck we're going to go. 2020 steered us some other way. Now 2021, where are we going? It's a voyage of fuckery. Like that's the evolution we're going. Like we're always evolving with the times. We're evolving as as a, as a, as a podcast with the content. And I think listeners who, who are listening currently to the last five episodes are noticing the evolution we're going towards now. Yeah, and it's funny because you talk about, you know, episode one and listening to that, and there's a lot of podcasts who, who go and say, oh, no, 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 don't listen to episode one. Those were bad. I embrace those. I'm like, no, yeah, yeah. you fucking go listen to episode one. You go listen to episode two. And I remember titling those those episodes embarrassing stories or you know, they're little they're little uh snippets of just like, hey, listen to that first one and then come listen to the, you know, we just dropped episode 70. And you're gonna be like, Oh man, they're it's different, but it's a good different. It's like, oh man, look how much you know, they're still doing the same shit, which is you know, shooting the shit, talking and you know, having a good time reminiscing and telling funny stories. But at the same time, you can hear how, you know, no one's over talking or no one's doing this. It's just little things like that that just make something a little bit better. And I, 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 I always embrace it. There's some podcasts that go and say, no, don't go and listen to those. But I enjoy those. But uh, to kind of just uh, piggyback off, off of what we're talking about, how at some point there's going to come a time where, you know, maybe... And, I, and I've told this to 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 my co-host. You know, there's there's always a shelf life on everything. Mm. And as everyone knows, you know, we used to have Jay as a host, and <laughs> and you know, things happen to the point where you know sometimes someone's gonna have to leave. Someone's gonna end up you know doing something different or work or relationships. Things happen. It's life. Mm-hmm. So I. The moment I started doing this with, you know, my friends, I knew that there was a shelf life. I didn't know how many episodes were going to go. I don't know how many were still going to go. We're at 70. Who knows how we could all stop tomorrow. We could all get in a humongous argument, a humongous fight, and we're done. But at the same time, that's what I enjoy. It's like, hey, I don't know how long this is going to go, but I'm enjoying the ride. And for you, you know, you came close to that, but to that point of ending, Mm-hmm. So, can you see yourself ever not podcasting anymore? Ever, you know, just ending it? It's done. It's over. Or maybe just stepping back and letting, you know, Mister Lou and Esqueleto handle everything. Where, like, how? 
do you ever see yourself ending the podcast or you stopping podcasting in general? Me personally, I think the only time I'm going to take a break is when I do baby bonding time with my kids. Only time. Other than that, I'm going to still podcast until the wheels fall off. That's speaking for myself in general. I know um, exclusive recent talk, um, Escaleto. Escaleto is always doing something um, new. And, you know, the talk that we've had the last couple of weeks was, what happens if one of us leaves? What do we do? Do we replace you? Do we re- do we just keep going? And the, the answer has been, and we voted it in, because that's something we do here in the group, even though both guys were always credited, like, no, this is your show. This is your baby. You run the ship. I always confide to them, and I always ask for their vote. We're not replacing nobody. Like, if I were to, like, one day wake up and say, fuck, fuck this whole podcast thing, I'm out, Mitchell Luna Scaletto would run the ship. I'd probably be in the background. I'd probably be there you know, supporting them as much as I can, but I don't see myself quitting anytime soon. I'm going to still go, even if I need to do a solo act. And, and if, in case Mr. Lou and Escaleto goes, yeah, we're done. I'm still going to go. Escaleto, we've already, you know, w- with me, I like planning ahead. I like having contingency plans. So to answer your question, there's a contingency plan. If Mr. Lou decides to want to like leave, which if anybody who hears the show, Mr. Lou never going to stop talking. So even in his deathbed, we're still going to do the fucking podcast with him. I know him. He'll be like, bring the mic, bring the laptop. I want to talk the last remaining breaths I have on the show. And bring a bottle of wine. And bring a bottle of wine, a Coppola, preferably. Escalate <laughs> more kind of like, I'll I'll go wherever you go, bro. And like if, if you want to stop, we'll stop. If you want to yeah. keep going, we'll keep going. But at the same time, he, ha- he has, you know, expressed kind of like a, you know, hey, I, I might want to fall out. I might want to just, you know, kick back for a bit, no pun intended, but I want to just kick back. You know, like, you, is that cool? And I've always said, look, bro, like, you can, if you want to take some uh, some time out, that's cool with me. That's why, if you notice, we do episodes. We've done episodes, I think, at, at the end of the year where we did episodes without him. Because, you know, it gets tired. And that not gets tiring. It gets very stressful to, like, dedicate a Friday night to do the show. Like, I know it's taking a strain on my personal marriage where, like, I know my wife would love, well, because of COVID, we can't. But I know if COVID wasn't there, it would have taken a strain in my in my marriage where I she knows that Friday nights are dedicated to the show. Same thing with Mr. Lou. He has soccer mom. Luckily enough, we, we are with uh, people that are acceptive of understanding understanding what we do. But at the same time, Escaleto has had in you know, a past relationship where they're not that accepting. So sometimes we have to be like, "Yo, kid, if you need to take some time off, we cool with it, and we yeah. run the shit between me and Mr. Lou." So. If Escaleto were one time decide to get married or move out of state or do whatever, we're prepared. We already have that plan with me and Mr. Lou, what we're going to do. Vice versa, if I were to decide to quit, I already have the plan for these guys what to do with them, with, with the show. Whether it still be called rambling, whether it be called whatever, we have something planned. There's always We got something lined up. We're not going to deprive the fans who have actually dedicated, to me, dedicated two and a half hours of their lives to listening to us, to be like, see ya, we're out of here. Thanks for buying our merch. Thank you for um, joining us in this ride of, you know, hearing our personal stories. Fuck you. Goodbye. No, like to me, I, I don't want to leave in that note. To me, I want to leave them something. And like I said, there's contingency plans for everything. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, the, conting- the contingency is, you know, me just taking over the whole thing and just taking yeah, over was- everything. <laughs> I was gonna sell the Rambling Network to Chris. That that yeah. that fine. I'm gonna sell the network to Chris. And Chris I already have the I already have the promo video. It's like the Rambling, and then it's just and it just turns into kickback. Yo, you know what though? If there's anybody I would trust with it, it would be you. I would trust it. Like if I would be like, I'm out. 
you know, you know, if you guys want, if you guys need, like, if this was like the mafia, and I would read, like, when Michael Quinn Don <laughs> left, he didn't leave it to Fredo, he left it to Michael. You be my Michael. Like, yeah. I will leave the empire to you. Like, here you go, bro. Here's the rambling empire. Don't fuck yeah. it up, kid. But I mean, there's the empire. That's funny. Um, yeah, it, may, it makes sense. Um, because you know, like I, I like I said, I've had you know similar situations with you uh, as you. You know, with someone, you know, having to leave the podcast, not because of, you know, well, not because of, you know, a fight or argument, but just because, you know, life gets in the way and things have to, you know, you have to prioritize certain things. And when Jay told me that he couldn't do the show anymore and it was crazy because he, he was he felt bad about it. He was like, I don't want like I don't want you to be mad at me. I was like, no, I'll never be mad at you. Come on. Um but he was he was smart and got me super high before he told me. So that's good. That was, if you ever want to break bad news to me, just get me super faded, and I'll be like, "It's all right, man. It's cool." Like that's that's what he did to me. But as soon as he told me that, I immediately knew. I was like, "Oh well, I already know who I'm gonna get on. Like I already know who's gonna replace you. I'm gonna have Louie and Abe jump on because you know going into it and doing all these episodes, they started to become more interested in the podcast and they were enjoying." You know those those conversations, those laughs, and they—I I don't know if they kind of felt left out because it was you know us three friends doing it, and even though I gave them an opportunity when you know it happened, you know I I, I shouted it out. Who wants to do the kickback with me? Jesse and Jay were the only two that said yes, and then eventually, you know they have that situation where like, oh man, I didn't know it was going to be that fun. So luckily, they were able to join on and. I remember saying saying this going into it was I want to do this podcast, the kickback with them because I want to introduce my friends to everybody mm -hmm. because I, I know exactly that when we're sitting down, hanging out, you know, there's tons of laughs to be had. And I was like, I want people to see it and I want people to enjoy it. And that's what we've had so far. So for you saying that, you know, who knows where it can go, at least you're acknowledging that there is you know, a possibility that who knows, you know, you could stop doing it eventually, but at the same time, you're not going to leave your listeners or fans hanging or followers. You're going to at least leave them with something. And that's me learning from what I did last year when like, and I think it was in February where I was like, I think when we did episode 35 and I was going to be done with this shit. When we did a, a kickback episode 35, the manifesto, I even said to you, I was planning to quit. Like I was planning to leave. I was gonna make 2020 the last year. I was gonna do the last right. all. And I was gonna I was gonna leave it to these guys, you know, you want it. And and they they took me uh, to the side afterwards when they heard when I said that, and a couple of days later they thought about it. They're like, How are you gonna leave us to the side, bro? Like you weren't gonna give us anything. We're like, I was gonna leave you the show. And it was Mr. Lou who was always like, Yo, we gotta have something planned. Like, if you have these thoughts. You can't be one foot in, one foot out. Like you need to let us know when that happens because who knows, you know, whatever's if we didn't want to do it, that would have been the end of it. You know, you just assume that you, we wanted it. You don't know if you know we wanted to do something else, or we just we're done. So that's kind of got me into the mentality of thinking, okay, I gotta have a contingency plan then. I gotta have something ready. Cause then that's messed up. Like I said to the fans, like you dedicated all this time, three, three and a half years to us, and we're just gonna leave you like that. Like, no, we gotta give you something then. So that's the whole reason why I have these little backup plans, a backup of a backup plan in case, you know, anybody would decide to quit, which now with me, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to quit anytime soon. I'm going to be like, I'm still fucking around.
uh, did that have to that contingency is that a little bit with uh having the network going and having those other podcasts kind of jump in on board mm-hmm. because it's a, it's a cool idea to have you know there's other networks that I've seen where it's like yeah we just there's a whole bunch of different podcasts that they upload on YouTube and it's not really you know that you you don't feel that connection like you don't feel like it's a network like no one does each other's shows no one ever interacts with each other whereas for you guys like you're always you know doing an episode with Lady Instincts or you guys jump on there or you know you're on the boom boom room which I still got to do there's Shout out I, to I, I, I ranked on them because I had COVID, so I had a good excuse. But <laughs> uh, the only time I said, the only time I ever not d- didn't do a podcast was crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like it, it's a good idea to have you guys doing it because you guys actually feel like a family, like a group, like an actual network. The, that was the whole purpose of doing it. Like I think the fact that it ended up being all family members was just kind of like okay. Like I didn't think Miss Cass wanted to do a podcast. You know, I didn't think it. To me, the objective was always like, okay, we're going to do this network. You know, Mr. Lou, you have your own show. Escaletto, you have your own show. I have my own show. We end up meeting up to do rambling. It was going to be like that. And, of course, my my plan was going to be to reach out to podcasters that wanted to join us. They were kind of like like-minded like ourselves. And and it was only until Lady Instincts came in. And I was like, you know what? Okay, cool. Let's have fun. Let's, you know, let's, let's be something. Because you're right. If you look at any other network, and that's not me shitting on nobody. But you don't notice that kind of like camaraderie amongst each other. It's kind of more like, oh, just use my platform. That's cool. Like you said, I'll jump on Lady Instincts. Lady Instinct will jump on our show. I've done Boom Boom Room. Boom Boom Room has done my stuff. You know, I know Boom Boom Room and Lady Instincts are thinking about doing something together too. We're all jumping amongst each other. We're all helping. We're all seeking the same thing, helping each other out, advancing ourselves in this podcast. I don't even want to call it game because it's not a game. This podcast world advancing ourselves in this podcast world you know and, and you know whether we be a level one to a level 10 doesn't matter it's, it's just advancing because if one of them succeed we all succeed because we all helped we all helped each other get there that's kind of the mentality we got yeah and uh, that's that's the that's what i feel and that's what's good is that you're not faking it you're like you're not faking the funk where it's like you, you you're speaking on it and you can actually see it you could hear it and just to give you uh an idea because this is something that i've always wanted to do with um if i were to ever have a network or if i ever had a group of you know podcasters that were really close to each other is for april fools you each host each other's <laughs> podcast so like you're you you're the host of the lady instincts lady instincts hosts you know boom boom room boom room room hosts rambling and you don't say anything. You just post it, upload it, and then just see what happens. Because that, the, that's like the awesome, that's like the best April Fool's type of thing where it's like, all right, listen to Ramble, press play, and you're like, whoa, what? Did Is I download it? the wrong episode? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then idea. at the same time, it's like you get to introduce yourself to their listeners who, yes, at the same time, you jump in on their podcast, um, you introduce yourself there, but at the same time, you're devoting like all right you're getting a little taste of what rambling alcoholics is actually like so it's pretty cool i Um, I would say you guys do that for april fools or something that's not a bad well originally we were supposed to do it and i don't know why we didn't do it at the end of the year um we were supposed to do an all spanish episode 
Ram alcoholic Spanish. Damn, that's that'll be interesting. And it, it, it was interesting because it was going to be hard. Be like, how long can we maintain speaking just pure Spanish? It would turn into Spanglish. Exactly. You and should just put Spanglish podcast. Yeah, Spanglish. So to us, it was like because we had, and your sister was there, and when we uh, we talked we talked about it, and she was like, that doesn't sound that bad of an idea. And I go, yeah, right. We just speak Spanish the whole night. Well, we try to because I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like I know Spanish one hundred percent, but. English slips in there. So I like it's not a bad, interesting episode, especially with the drinks coming in. You're gonna spanglish the fuck out of it. You're gonna make up some fucking word, you know? Yeah, and I, that's a cool idea. I, I, I would, uh, I would actually really be into it and listening to, you know, what that, what that would sound like. So, for the podcast, for your podcast, I know you do Ramley Alcoholics. Mm-hmm. You do the two youths that. You know, you're kind of on the little hiatus for, and then you have the, um, I'm drawing a blank on the the one that you do with Boom Room. Uh, we do Geek and Geek Out. Geek and, there you go, Geek and Geek Out. So how do you go about scheduling all those? Because at the same time, like I do the kickback on Tuesdays. These I do during the week and then I'll upload it the following Monday. So it's not too bad. Mm-hmm. So like I, like today's what, Thursday? So this will be up on Monday. It's not too crazy of a thing. Yeah. So I, at the most, I'm doing like two podcasts a week. I don't know about you. You could at the most, you could probably be doing three, maybe four sometimes. Who knows? Um, how does that, that scheduling go? So I do the, also the boxing one, which is like we've been on a hiatus because of boxing. So we do JMB Ray Boxing Podcast. We do Geek and Geek Out. And I do uh, Ram Alcoholics. That's three shows. And that's not including if I get asked to do other shows like yourself, like your show right now. Um, so basically how it works, uh, when I talk to Penny, Tuesday. So t- uh, Tuesday, Monday is my day off. Monday is my whole day off. Tuesday, I do uh, Geek and Geek Out. Uh, me and him will edit it on Wednesday to be out Thursday. Um, two youths is usually scheduled for Wednesdays. It's always going to be a Wednesday episode for us to be out for Thursday. Thursday, I do Ramb, J&B Ray Boxing Podcast to be out Friday. And then I do Rambling on Friday to be out Saturday. And that's not, that's not included where I have to like also then help out Mr. Lou with some content for his uh, Mr. Lou's music and movie reviews. Or if Miss Cass has questions about her show, I got to go, you know, you know, talk to her on the phone and be like, all right, let's do this and do that. So I'm also got my hands in everybody else's stuff. So it, I'm literally spread out during the whole week. Like when someone puts the moniker, the hardest working podcaster, I'm spreading myself out doing three different contents, not including two other contents in the background where I'm not even part of the show, but I'm just, you know, giving my two cents in. And at the same time, running the the answer half running because you know everybody who knows knows us. Escaleto runs the memes. I run the promo on Rambling. Um, me, Escaleto, and Penny run Geek and Geek Out, and then me and my brother run J and B Ray Boxing Podcast. And then Rambling Network is mostly me and Miss Cast that run that. So it's not only just so it's running the Instagram pages plus the podcast plus the side podcast that I'm not even in it. So I'm like spread out thin the whole week. Damn man, that's that's a lot of work, and I I know that that's the one thing that I not stay away from. Like I don't want to. I enjoy podcasting. Like if anyone were to ask me to like, hey, can you help me? You know, get started. Can you help me? You know, you know, get this up and running. Hell yeah, man, let's do it. But at the same time, you know, you have your personal life that you want to just sit back, enjoy, do nothing sometimes. But yeah, I can. Uh, yeah, when people say hardest working podcaster. 
it, it's up there. It, you know, there's there's people who you don't know what they're doing. You're not you you don't know you know what's behind the scenes really. Like you know, not all, not everyone is always gonna you know go out and say everything that they do because you don't have to, and the work you know proves itself. But at the I same time, work. yeah, yeah, yeah. At the same time, you know, you it's. You know, it's hard to just say like, I'm the hardest working podcaster ever. Like, you don't know that. You don't. You you can say it. You could feel it, which is good. Mm-hmm. Feel feel like you're the hardest working pod. Like, and feel it, embrace it. But to you know, title yourself that or to embrace yourself as that, you know, it, good on you. But at the same time, you don't really know who who else is you know putting in those those hours as well. You know, there's there's a lot of podcasts out there. You don't know. Yeah, it's a lot. Like, and and that's me learning from different shows. Like, I've learned a lot from your, you know, being on your show and talking to you on the side. I've learned from uh, talking to Dipso. Like, I've learned to talk talking to a different podcasts and what to do, what not to do. And like I said, doing all these shows and side shows, and also running the merchandise part of the of the Ramley Network. I'm I got my hands on everything because to me, I love doing this shit. Like like I said, this is not a hobby. A hobby is something you can do in this half-ass and then leave it there and then go out through something else and then come back no this is me dedicated five six days seven days a week 24 7 like i said um my wife sometimes goes like like my wife literally has to plan around everything i do literally has to plan everything around everything like today she was like oh do you want to you know want to go get something to eat we can go drive to fat south in hollywood and i got no i got an interview today and she's like Oh, and I'm like, but I'm, I'm I should be done around this time. We can do something. And I'm like, oh wait, I got another. I got to do my boxing thing. Can we do it for Friday instead? Like I have to. My wife has to work around my shit. And I love her to death because I don't know any other wife. I think you said anybody else would be like, bitch, you got to choose either the podcast or your wife. And I would choose my wife, but she knows how passionate I am and how much I've dedicated my time and my blood, sweat, and tears. Like you said, you don't, I don't have to brag about being the hardest working podcaster. I think the content alone and the work that we put in. I think people notice the work we put in on every show. Like, it, 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 you know, you know better than anybody, you know, you got to put a lot of work in doing the, what we're going to talk about, what we're going to do this, how you're going to structure the show, whether people want to believe it or not, we do structure every show. It doesn't sound like it, but it's very structured the way we do it now. And I've learned it from, from you mostly. And mo- most of the other stuff I learned from Penny, from Boom Boom Room. I love the way he structures his shows. You know his show with um with Pichichi, I was like I want to do that. So to me, I learned that, and I'm learning every time. Like to me, this is still a learning. I'm still on the job training. So me doing every show, I'm structuring everything, doing all the content, like figuring out what we're gonna talk about because I don't want it to be the same repetitive shit. Like how many times can I actually keep talking about this? That's why we stopped doing for a while. Like we went on a hiatus because how many times can I keep inviting the same person and ask them how's COVID treating you? Yeah. You know, it, it gets repetitive. Like, how many times can you actually invite the same? It's almost inviting the same person over and over again. Yeah, and everyone almost has the same answer, anyways. So that's how we kind of like stopped. And you know, we're talking. Um, me and Escalate are talking about bringing it back, but we're doing. We're trying to reboot it. Mm-hmm. In a sense, right now, that's kind of the plan for 2020, where we're gonna we're gonna probably reboot two youths. It makes sense, but uh, for for your podcast or for any of the podcasts that you do, um. Well, well, actually, no. We'll stick with uh, Ramley Alcoholics. Is there anything specific that you want to add to the show or add to the podcast or something that maybe you want to do better, something you want to take away? Because there's there's always things that, you know, cross my mind. It's like, oh, we got to do this. Like, this is something we need to add. Or, you know what? Uh, you know, we maybe we take away, 
you know, this part or this or that. You know, we're uh, for the kickback, we're not really segment based. We have mm-hmm. one segment that's what's on tap. Other than that, it's literally like just a free for all. But for you guys, is there anything you want to add or, you know, take away or, you know, something that you want to try and do with a podcast? Or do you want to just, you know, things are running smoothly and you want to just keep it the same? You mean like if it's not broken, why fix it? Um, Take away. I can't think of anything off the bat that I want to take away. I mean, I, I think we're all running and, you know, I think they, we're in our uh, podcast prime at this moment with the content we're producing. I think maybe when we notice the fall, we notice a dip. And we start noticing bad. I think when you start noticing more bad fad feedback, then that's something you got to start reviewing. But so far, it's been positive feedback, positive downloads. So I can't think of anything off the bat to be like, I want to take this away. Um, the one thing I want to improve is probably the seating arrangements. I mean, I, I'm in this big, ch- I'm in this chair all you know for two and a half hours. Well, actually three, because you got to count the break we take in the middle for three hours. I kind of want to redo the the room which we are right now. We're doing we're redoing the the space here and make it more comfortable for when we have guests for myself. We're trying to redo everything right now. I, I, I feel you on that because as I, I told you yesterday, I was like, Oh, I'm working on the garage because I'm trying to make it YouTube friendly. If you could see the mess that is around me right now that I literally just spread. I was like, all right, I need it to just be somewhat clean is it's a mess in here right now but that's only because you know we're i'm trying to make it you know a little bit more comfortable for us because eventually we're going to be having the kickback on youtube mm-hmm. and you know we were we were really close to doing it and because it was three of us and three you know it's a perfect little inside baseball you know the, when there's three people it's easy to set up a camera in a certain spot because you're going to have all three people in frame, you know, especially, you know, just a perfect amount of distance away from each other. We don't have to be too close. We don't have to be too far with three people. Perfect situation. Mm-hmm. When, you know, Jay decided to step away and I added two more people. I was like, Oh fuck. You know, we're going to be crammed in with four people. It's not going to look right. It's not going to feel comfortable. I was like, maybe I just push it back. And figure out a way to have maybe multiple cameras and then figure that out. And then I thought, all right, that's going to be more work to do after we finish the podcast. It's going to be more, you know, post-production type of stuff. I was like, damn, now I got to figure out this. I need to buy that. So I was like, shit, like one more person just fucked everything up. But at the same time, it made it so much more fun because now it just gives me more things to do and gets me more excited to like do different things with it. So you know, if you uh, hopefully the next time you come, you're going to see somewhat of a difference. You'll see, hopefully, w- before we really didn't have any couches. Uh, we have like a whole bunch of like, you know, um, like bar chairs type of thing that are really tall. But we're going to try and get, you know, a couch, sofa in here just to make it more relaxed and comfortable, especially once we start getting guests in here. So I feel you on that one. That one, I, I feel you because. At the same time, like when you have a guest, you want them to feel comfortable. And sometimes yeah. you're sitting, especially if you're going to be sitting for two hours and, and bullshitting. And then on top of, you know, hanging out before, hanging out after, you know, you want it to be comfortable and just, you know, chill and relax. So hopefully we get we get to that quickly and everyone will get to see it. 
Have you ever thought about, and this is something we've always talked about. Have you ever thought about putting yourself on YouTube? So, I mean, that was something we we're talking about. And that's not because after I heard you going, I'm a, you know, kickbacks going to YouTube. I'm like, shit, they're going to go on YouTube. And I'm like, should I go do it? My bad experience getting kicked out of YouTube or uh, like halfway into my shows. I'm like, okay, is YouTube going to be able to handle the rambling alcoholics? That's one question. But uh, exclusive, like I said, kickbacks usually been the, like the source for exclusive stuff for rambling. Yes, we're talking about doing YouTube. Um, is it going to be now? Is it going to be in a couple months? Tune in and see. Um, what is it going to be? We noticed earlier on, early on, people love pregame ramble. People love it. People love listening to our shit. I enjoy it. Exactly. People like rambling after, even after we ramble, which you can call it what? Rambling after dark? I don't know. You know? So I don't know. So uh, <laughs> so people people enjoy it. So I know I've talked to Mr. Lou and Mr. Lou, you know, he's a filmmaker. As Mr. Lou ta- has a talent and everything. So when I talked to Mr. Lou, like, hey, should we start filming shit? So he's jack of all trades. Jack, jack of Master all of trades. none. Jack of all trades. You said it, not me, sir. <laughs> Knowing Mr. Lou's going to be like, whoa, 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 what the fuck? I'm a master yeah. at everything. Exactly. Everything. But uh, we are playing on YouTube. And I think the, the first thing we're going to do is do well not the first thing right now we're trying to work with lady instincts to get them on youtube that's the goal rambling network you get the youtube exclusives to us uh youtube is going to be more of a platform to get the bonus exclusive so like for example two youths when we reboot it it's not going to be on on the podcast platform it's going to be on a youtube platform um lady instincts um she's thinking about doing bonus episodes as well too or like special guests where she can't fit them in when when she does a regular episode youtube so that's what we're gonna do, and um, pregame ramble is gonna be that one thing. And you gave me an idea before we did the show how to do the YouTube and at the same time pregame ramble at the same time, so people can get the experience without depriving the YouTube, the Instagram viewers. I can do it also both ways, and also we're thinking about bringing back on um, people who listen to our boxing channel knows we used to do a fight, almost like a ripoff of Joe Rogan's Fight Companion. We called it Fight Talk, where we just be in the table drinking watching fights thinking like in an actuality if we were to get into a fight we would do this we all know we wouldn't so we're gonna start doing almost like a fight talk on youtube again all it'd be exclusive content only on youtube that'd be the kind of that's kind of the goal that's kind of thing whether it be in the middle of the year at the end of the year but that's the goal we're gonna do this year i really i really like that idea and you know what's crazy is that youtube is a whole nother beast youtube is uh something that you know, I've always been interested in getting into, but at the same time, I enjoyed the audio of the audio aspect of it. Because if you look at, let's say, our numbers on YouTube, 100% does not correlate with the numbers that we have on the audio side. And that's because, you know, I've really tried to tap into that audio audience that em- enjoys listening in the car, that, you know, on the way to work, on the way back home, you know, you know things like that. Now, there's a different type of audience when it comes to YouTube because they're, they're the visual audience. They're the people that like to see things. They like to visually see, you know, something that's appealing, something that stands out. So it's a totally different type of audience. So, you know, jumping into this, you know, I'm noticing, hey, audio is doing fine. You know, audio, the numbers look fine. They look good. But, you, you know, you look at YouTube and you're like, fuck, like what? You know, there's not that many views because it's a different animal. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people get 
turned turned off and they like to turn away like oh man i don't like people seeing that i don't have that many views and you know it, it looks discouraging and i've had those conversations with other podcasters like you know and then you you look at you know the the audio numbers go down because you know some people switch to youtube so they don't listen to the audio and the and they just give all these excuses. But for me, it's like, you know what? Fuck it. If I consistently have low, it doesn't matter. Like I'm still having the same numbers that I would on audio, but it's, I'm just not transitioning that into YouTube. And that's that new type of fire that you build into yourself is, you know, now I got to, you know, promote differently because people are going to, I want, I need to find a way to get people to go on YouTube and watch the show as opposed to the people that are already listening, that's fine. I want to keep them, but I need to add, you know, something different. So it's always fun. And for other podcasters who might be listening or anyone, just because you're on YouTube and you see low numbers, don't get discouraged. Don't, don't get discouraged because eventually you're, hopefully you'll see a growth and it doesn't come within one, two, three videos. You know, it's going to take time. It's going to take, you got to ride it out. You got to ride it out, ride it out. And let's say a year from now and I'm still not having it. Fuck. Okay. Maybe I pulled a plug. Maybe it just didn't work out. And the audio is just, that's my thing. But you don't just pull out after like a month or so because you're not getting that full, that full test, like to see if that's really you or not, if that's really your type of platform. And everyone has a different platform. Everyone kind of dominates certain platforms and, you know, there's some people who have good YouTube numbers, but not so good audio numbers. And, you know, that's just, it just happens. It's a thing. You just got to write it out. That's why, I, like, when I, again, I always try to think ahead. I always try to, like, I think I have, like, uh, kind of my, my mom kind of put it out there for me. You kind of have that hustler mentality. You always try to find a niche anywhere you can. That's why when, you know, when Miss Cass was here this past weekend, we were like, okay, I want to do YouTube. I want you as a spearhead because you have you have the you love being in the camera. You know, she's very vocal. She's very also presentable in the camera. She'd be the spearhead for the whole rambling network on YouTube. But you just don't want like to me. I always found it. Uh, I always find it kind of like you know, like when I saw Fighter and the Kid or Joe Rogan put their stuff audio wise, and then at the same like it would sync together like podcast audio. So to me, it's like, oh, I'd rather do like the extras. Like I would tune into Joe Rogan when he did Fight Companion because it's live. So to me, it's like, okay, cool. So we're going to do uh, pregame ramble exclusively on YouTube. Lady Instincts, bonus interviews, exclusively on YouTube. To Utes, you want to you wanna live, physically look at our guests? YouTube. And that to me is kind of give us the different numbers from audio to visual. And then we'll see. And you're right. We're not going to get... Um, we're not going to go down and be like, oh, well, you know, I didn't get that many views. Like I had a talk with the podcaster like a month ago. I'm not going to mention his name, but he hit me up going, I want to quit. I want to do this. I don't know. And I'm like, why? Cause I'm not getting my numbers, dude. My Instagram numbers are low. And I'm like, how are your downloads? And he told me his downloads. And I'm like, dude, your downloads are fucking good. Like for someone that's been doing it for this short time, your downloads are here, but your Instagram followers are that fuck Instagram. You can have 300 followers on Instagram, but your fucking downloads can be like at 400 downloads a week. You're a fucking success, bro. That that's to me a success. Like, you know, people, you know, I, I hate the, the 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 comparison of like views to like popularity. Like, dude, like it's in a it's in a catch on sooner or later. It's in a roll in there. 
Yeah, and that's the that's the tough part, uh, especially when you're getting into podcasting because everyone starts at zero. Everyone starts uh, unless you're like some big famous celebrity that can just start a podcast and be like, "All right, here we go. Well, we're starting now." It's it's different. It's tough to see, you know, you know, you put all this time and effort in and you see one. And you're like, "What the fuck?" And I have been there, dude. I have been there from doing the hot corner on radio with, you know, WPMD looking at going back to like, hey, who listened live? Uh, one. And in my head, I'm like, I know who that one was. That was my fucking dad. And I'm like bummed out about it. And I'm, you know, sad or pissed or annoyed. And, you know, then then comes the 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 validation. Then comes like, oh, shit, you know, you know, for something small. It's like, oh, 10. Oh, better than one. And then you kind of grow from there. And then. 10 turns into 20 and 20 turns into 50 and 50 turns into, you know, triple digits. And you're like, okay, okay. And then, you know, then there's times where it just stays there and you're like, oh, there's no growth. We're not what happened. It was going, it was going, it was going. And then it just dies down. And then that's when you kind of go into, you know, that mode of just, all right, let me start pumping out, you know, videos or Mm -hmm. giving you little taste here and there. And, you know, really trying to get the Instagram going and, giving that a better effort or a better try. And it is by far people think, Oh, I'm going to just talk hit, or hit record, talk, upload, and then everyone's going to listen. I wish it worked that way. Oh, I, I fuck, I pray that it worked that way that every day I just upload an episode Oof. and never have to post anything ever again. Dude, Obviously I, w- I could do that right now because you'll have the subscribers that automatically are going to listen but you're not going to get those new listeners in and it, it's, it sucks because it doesn't suck, but it, it, it's, it's just that grind that you have to find. And that's where it comes into play where it's like, Oh, you're, you, you really like doing this. You, you really enjoy podcasting cause you're putting in all this effort of, you know, Instagram, you know, putting in a, a little tease here and there or doing the Instagram lives like you do. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone has their little thing to try and get more listeners, more followers, but there's those moments where you're just like, fuck, man, like no one's listening. No one's watching. No one's no one's doing anything. And, and it, it can get annoying. I was like got to power through it. I was like that in the beginning, dude. Like I, when I first put it up, I'm like, I would check every hour. How many, how many downloads? And I remember we we celebrated when we reached 10 downloads. Legit downloads. Like, I mean. Because I would count like, okay, I downloaded it, Escaleto downloaded it, Michelle, my wife. Okay, that's four. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, hard. It's, it's 14. Oh, fuck, we're a success. We got 10 legit downloads. And anybody who listens to like the first 77 episodes, it was celebrating every milestone. Like, Escaleto would be like, so where we're at on downloads? And I'm like, we're fucking 30 downloads a week, brothers. And it'd be celebrating and celebrating. And then to the point where like, oh, like we stopped caring about numbers. Like I laugh it off um, when I got told you got to pick up your Instagram numbers. You got to get killer guests. You got to get motherfucker. I don't gotta do shit, dude. Like my content speaks for itself. I got a following. I got a, I got an army now. Who I I was surprised that I got an army having my back, following me. I'm surprised. To me, like people could look at my Instagram numbers right now and be like, oh, he's not a success. No, I beg to differ. I, I'm actually a very good success. It to me. Success depends on what you consider successful. What do you consider successful, bro? Like, in my, in my honest opinion, makes sense. What do you consider? 
Um, to be honest, it, it, it's relative, right? Everyone has their own idea of yeah. success because, you know, you and I can think, oh, you know, just having, let's say one per one day, like, oh, just having 10 listeners every, that's successful. You know, I have 10 people who don't know who I am. Listen, that could be successful. But then there's other people who, you know, think about, no, I need thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of listeners. Yes, that's successful. But for me personally, success has nothing to do with numbers if that's not what you're looking for. Because for me, I do this because I enjoy talking to people that I you know, enjoy talking to. And I like interacting with the people who listen. So as long as there's always people, you know, whether it's one, two, three, it doesn't matter. Whether there's people interacting with us on Instagram, you know, letting us know how much they enjoy the podcast or letting us know how much they enjoy this or that or enjoyed this story. And it reminded them about, you know, their, you know, dad or, you know, brother, you know, friend or whatever, you know, I enjoy that. And I remember the one time I got someone who, who this was like maybe a little bit early on. Who literally just messaged like, hey, man, you guys remind me of my friend who passed away, who I don't get. I've never talked to or I haven't talked to ever since, like for because of I, I forgot how they passed away. Um, but they were talking about, oh, you just remind me of my friend. And, you know, when I heard it, I just remind, it reminded me of all the stories that we had and all the all the, you know, moments that all the moments that uh that we had together and i was like oh fuck like that that spoke to me that felt good and then you know oh people talking about oh you remind me of me and my cousins or you remind me of this you remind me of my friend like that's successful i i I personally feel like if you're putting out something that makes whether it doesn't matter amount it makes people feel good for that hour for that two hours sometimes for us three hours and you know that if you are getting those responses of you're making people feel good for that short amount of time, that's all that matters to me. For and other people, for other people, it might be I need a million followers, I need a million listeners. That is successful too. Fuck, that'd be nice. Uh, if someone told me, "Hey, you want a million followers?" Fuck yeah, dude. I, I mean, who? I mean, if you told me, "Hey, and get your many followers," I'd be like, "Fuck, where do I sign up?" But to me, success is happiness, bro. Like, I'm happy with what I do. I love doing. I love fucking rambling with my brothers. I love rambling. I love fucking doing the boxing stuff. Like I do shit that's passionate for me, and and it and it transcends outside to the fact where you like you just said you got people hitting you up saying you remind me of this. Oh, you remind me of that. Like I've had those DMs where I had someone goes, dude, you guys talking during especially during COVID reminded me being in the breweries with my bros shooting the shit, listening to good music. Like Mr. Lou incorporated the music into the show, and it's and it's worked. I hated it. Now I love it because when I get DM going, dude, I love listening to your shit because it reminds me of being at the breweries, listening to the music, just shooting the shit, talking about whatever the fuck it is. That's successful to me. When I got someone that can relate to what the fuck I'm doing, they can literally read someone for two and a half hours. I was able to reach out through their phones, through their Alexis, whatever the fuck listening provider they use. I'm able to reach out and grab their souls and be like, you can relate to what I'm doing. That's success to me. Of course, I want the million. Of course, I love the fucking sponsorship deals. I love all that. That's going to come later. This is what I love right now. This is success to me. 
not the numbers. Not I think I was watching um, the Undertaker with Joe Rogan, but prior to that I was watching Undertaker and other interviews, and it was a uh, Undertaker was talking about his WrestleMania streak, and he goes, "When you start focusing on the streak, is when you're going to lose. When you start focusing on the one, so to me, when you start, and this is some advice I give other podcasters, when you focus on your numbers on Instagram, and you focus on your numbers on downloads, that's when you're going to fail." Because you're not finding your true voice. You're just focusing on a fucking number. Focus on your voice. Focus on the content that you want to give your audience. You do that, believe me, they'll come flocking to you. That's a, I mean, if I'm wrong, correct me, but that's what I believe. Like it'll, They'll come. Without a doubt, I agree 100% with what you're saying. And that's all, that's all it is. It's just, it's all relative. You know, some people have different ideas of what success is. And, you know, yeah. other people have, you know, a complete opposite, a whole different t- side of it. But before we wrap up, before we, you know, uh, finish off here, uh, the other night we were talking about uh, on the kickback, we were talking about fishing and talking about how we've never gone fishing. And uh, the one time, you know, I went fishing, I was in the Amazon with a fucking little stick and a piece of floss. Shit. And that's all, that's all I did. So I really never have gone fishing, fishing, but, uh, uh, Abe, my co-host, told me the next time you have anybody on uh, okay. anybody on uh, kicking back with Chris, ask them if they if they've gone fishing or if they can give you any advice. So, putting you on the spot, have you ever gone fishing? Is and is there any advice you can give us? I've gone fishing, yes. And my advice: pack the cooler full of beer. Yes. Because you're going to be there because you're not going to catch fish in the first 15 minutes, not the first hour, not the first two hours. It might take a couple hours. So pack some beer. At best, pack a bottle of fucking wine where you're at it because you're going to be there for a while. Unless, you know, you have unless you bought some good bait, you're going to catch a good fish. Other than that, just enjoy the time. Like I went tube fishing. So basically I was in the tube just fucking fishing, had my cooler next to me, and I was just popping some beers in Oregon. Sounds pretty dope. I got fucked up. I was good at, and I slept in the tent. I was Did good. you catch anything? Fucking weeds and shit, but that's all I, <laughs> I didn't catch it. I might I might probably did I, I kinda dozed off. Like I was like like I said in the tube with the cooler next to me, you're gonna knock out, dude. I didn't I, I may have felt a tug or two, but I may I probably lost it, but to me, good some good tunes and a bucket full of good booze. You got a good time fishing. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I could see that. I like the tranquility of fishing. To me, the tranquility. If I catch something, I catch. I love to catch something. Believe me, I, even if it's a small little piece of shit fish, I'll be like, "Oh fuck, I caught it." Or if it's a big one, be like, you know, gangster pose and shit. I love it, but to me, the tranquility of fishing. I love it. Like prior to COVID, every summer we'd go to Oregon and we go fishing. So to me, I just love the tranquility. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I might have to be be a little high for this then. Ooh, oh. To just sit back and just... Then I could just sit there all fucking day. Before we wrap up, I got to tell you, I took an edible. And I don't know if people noticed it. A couple of pregame rambles ago, I was high on an edible. Damn. Wait, and this is... You You told me that you hadn't done any weed or anything oh, in such a long time. And you, you did. Up. you did say... If you were ever gonna do weed, smoke weed, or just do get high in general, it would be with an edible. Okay, so um, shout out to Quality Over Quantity. They they send me they send me some product. They send me some gummy bears, and 
they gave me like five, and I took all five at once. Like I was supposed to share with this collector. I took all five at once. How many was the milligrams? I, I didn't read. I don't read labels, bro. I just fucking took them. I was. I, oh, I, you're I, fucking crazy, dude. I was tripping balls, and this was during the weekend. My wife went out of town. Some out there saying, "Hey, ladies, I'm single, ready to mingle. If y'all want to fuck around, I'm like total fucking savage mode. It's on a pregame ramble, dude. Like I was just, I was tripping balls for like four hours. And who who did you say uh, helped you out with that or gave you the quantity over quality? Check them out on Instagram, bro. Like I, my my wife's grandma quality ordered, over quality. She orders the CBD cream for her fucking arthritis. That shit works. I use it for my fucking thing, especially right now with my workout. I'm starting corporate workout with my keto. It's helping my back a lot. So I, I mean, it's a free plug. I don't sponsor them. They don't sponsor me. And quality over quantity. Go check him out, man. He's a fucking straight up brown brother from Connecticut selling some weed, man. Who He's like the Tony Montana of Connecticut right now. Dang, I got to check that out. Check him out, bro. Check him out. Yeah, because, yeah, the next time we do it, the, the next time I jump on over there, the next time you come over, Ooh, you definitely, it, well, maybe if whether I have edibles or smoke or whatever you want to do, I'll, I'll try I'll there smoke, it is. I'll smoke with you. I 2021, I gotta smoke. I gotta smoke a blunt. There I haven't I haven't smoked weed since 2005. I'll smoke a blunt with you. Damn, there got, it is. I, I got little baby bitch lungs. I'll smoke with you, bro. I'll smoke with you. There it is. So the next time if I'm ever over there in studio or if you're ever over here in studio, then we will definitely smoke and get uh and get high and press record and see what happens. Real quick, can I plug real quick the projects we got coming out right now? I was about I was about to say before we end, plug everything and anything you want. Instagram, podcast shows, you know, you want to plug, you know, amazing wife that you have, plug away. I got an amazing wife, she's sexy as fuck, and we're about to go bang in Vegas this weekend. So Um, (laughs) well, when this comes out on Monday, I'll be I already banged her. Um so Mr. Lou, Mr. Lou comes out with a new album in February. So everyone, um, we're gonna be promoting the fuck out of it. This will be the first ever like rambling record. Mr. Lou's composed it, produced it, done everything himself. So I wanted I, I didn't have time to do it here, but we'll probably talk about it like later on on our show. And if you get a chance, Mr. Lou will do it too. Mr. Lou's coming out with an album pretty soon. Um, don't forget to listen to the Rambling Alcoholics podcast. We got new content coming out every fucking week, except for this week, because I'm going to Vegas. Geek and geek out. We're coming back. We're taking a we took a small little hiatus, but we're kind of letting the, the geek news fester enough that we have enough content to give you guys. JNBA boxing podcast. We're coming. We got big ass fucking boxing news. We got some killer guests coming. I'm sorry. Killer guests coming to the show now on the box. Yeah, you gotta pay for that. I gotta pay for that. Air quotes. A Lady Instincts podcast. Go check them out. They got some big shit coming down down the line right now. Cass and my wife, who just you just guys saw her crawl over, she they got some big stuff coming through. And boom, boom, room story time podcast, savage motherfuckers I've ever met. I love them to death. Listen to their show, dude. We got a lot of stuff coming this year, like 2021. I'm t- telling you, YouTube's gonna be the exclusive stuff for all the stuff the Rambling, Rambling Network is gonna come out with. We're like, I've always said it's always quality over quantity. This is this 2021 is gonna be the prime example of it. It's gonna be quality. Not quantity. We're not gonna fucking oversaturate you guys. It's quality. We're gonna give you guys quality 2021. Voyage of fuckery. I like it. I love it. And there you have it, folks. Whiskey J, the cult leader. Buy some merch. Go on uh go on their Instagram, go to all their links, you know, listen to the episodes, buy some merch, and 
Whiskey J, thank you for coming on again. Me on, man. I and it. I can't wait to smoke with you and get high with you and and Esqueleto. And I know Mr. Lou doesn't do that, but fuck him. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. We'll 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 get him secondhand high. No, you didn't even show the sanitizer. I gave you a sanitizer bottle. Oh, bottle I know, dude. That was the funniest part. I was dying laughing because I did Because when you I know it was funny because you did mention it. You're like, oh, because you got COVID, you know, I'm gonna give you some hand sanitizer and you slapped a you slapped a sticker on it and i was like i'm always oh, branding, dude. Branding. i was dying laughing dude i was it was the best so thank you again for for that and i can't wait to uh to jump back on with you guys and you ramble the fuck on oh come on now i was on twice 2020 now i'm gonna have to up my game Ooh. and i'm gonna have to because because now that everybody knows that this is this is the prize to win. I got this, this, people wanted to come on this. Year, I was dude. gonna say now that the, everybody knows that you know Ramen Alcoholics puts out with some with the sick ass guest of the year prize. Now they're I, I'm gonna have to up my game, and that's why I'm gonna be coming in defending with that, with that THC <laughs> and trying to get you guys crossfaded out of your mind to give oh. you your listeners a different experience and give you kind of like a. That that's that's our thing in the kickback. We'll we'll get we'll get a little high. If you listen to our early episodes, oh, oh I've been a little faded on some of these episodes, so it'll be fun. I, I can't wait to defend my title. I'm gonna be two time champ, hopefully. Damn, I'm gonna try hey, to go to another podcast, another one of the podcasts for the network. I'm gonna be doing all of everybody's podcasts. Do it, bro. Hey, it was tried to be it was trying to get defended and you dethroned the champ. So there's already a there's already a streak going around that the defending champ doesn't win. Oh, that that's gonna that's gonna be squashed because I'm gonna win again. Right. I'm gonna be like the Lakers back in 2000. They they won. They got a three P going. All right. So we'll see how that goes. So, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate everyone for listening. Cheers, and I hope you guys enjoy your week or whatever you're listening to this. Enjoy your day, your night, and have a good one. <laughs>